good sex, bad sex. This is a podcast from metro.co.uk. It's a bit like poker, but with a lot more flushes. My name's Miranda Kane, and joining me is going to be someone who knows all about getting intimate. Hi, I'm Adam Wilder. I'm an intimacy and connection coach, and I'm the founder of Togetherness. It can be hard to connect with other people. So we might want to connect with people in a certain way. We might want to talk to people. We might want to explore more about ourselves. But there's no way we really do that. We can do that. We can go to a yoga studio and stretch our bodies. We can do some meditation and stretch our minds. We know from, relation, uh, from studies that it's our relationships that make us happy. But there's no way you can really go to just practice that. So I wanted to create somewhere where people can come and they can do spooning or connected conversations and learn about personal sovereignty. Because I was going to say, when you talk about people being together and making a connection, you're not talking about 6.30 on the Northern Line. This is more about... <laughs> it's different because it's interesting because it comes up there. You're you're in a tube and there's all these people close to you. You don't really have a choice yeah. about it. Someone might be pushing against you. And what do you do in that situation? So at the House of Togetherness, you can come and you can train in personal sovereignty to learn about what you actually like and what you don't like. So what's personal sovereignty? Well, it comes down to... Um, when you're doing something, mm. is it because you want to or is it because someone else says you should? Is it because culture says or society says? So I'll give you an example. Uh, it's a difference like if you're playing the piano for yourself because you love it and it brings you joy and it makes you happy. Yeah. Or are you playing the piano because um, someone uh, you want to impress someone and it's only by impressing them that it, it makes you happy? It's a different kind of kind of thing so if we we experiment and explore with a bit with touch in a kind of classroom um scenario so we can learn what we like and what we don't like so what does your classroom scenario look like what does the house of togetherness look like like i've got a picture in my head and i'm sure our listeners will yeah (laughs) something with bright neon lights outside (laughs) it actually does have a neon sign that says togetherness house of togetherness (laughs) and you come in we have a lovely reception it's beautiful it it used to be a very high-end yoga yoga studio so the place is just beautiful so it's not red carpets and gold gilts then that i've got i'm making oh, right. it, i've got in my head it just looks like yeah. a brothel from like the western well, not that i don't mind that i'd love that idea but. yeah um no it's we've got lovely lighting and plants and you come in and every night we do something different so one night might be connected conversations where you have a menu of conversations and you get to have a meaningful conversation with someone else with a stranger would this be or yeah. with, would you bring friends to do that yeah we find that it can be good to work with people that you don't know but you're welcome to come with a partner or with a friend okay it's totally up to you so it's we want to give people permission to be themselves that's what the whole thing is about what if to be myself is to sit in the corner feeling awkward that you are so welcome to do that Miranda (laughs) um we it's really important to us that every stage we tell people like whatever you do is totally up to you you can take part by talking to someone you can take part by watching if you like we can just give you some mats and a blanket you can go for sleep in the corner like wherever you're at is totally okay oh i would just pay for that that sounds brilliant (laughs) a nap a nap sam can you imagine oh i would love that but you do actually do quite a few different workshops don't you so i've heard what we got we got like you do the uh, the genital cupcake workshop yeah we do uh 
erotic cupcake workshop. So yeah. that's a kind of sex positive workshop yeah. where you can make cupcakes with um, Baker to the Stars, Mary Mary Lou, and uh, she'll train you and you can make cupcakes and with genitals on them. And she'll also give you some interesting facts about genitals. And it gives you permission to, to talk about them and play with things in a, in a fun way. Oh, that's quite interesting. So it's it, you bring up the conversation around genitals and about what people might like, like if they're on a date with someone. So it might be like, uh, it sort of starts, I can imagine if I went with someone and it sort of starts off with like, they do a tiny little penis and it's like, no, it's bigger than that. Don't, <laughs> I mean, come on, yeah. champ. For sure, you can do that. It's really fun. I mean, last time someone actually came and they made a little butt plug and um, oh. it was really cute. But I think the thing is that it's fascinating, that that whole subject, and there's nowhere we can really go to talk about it. Yeah. So we want to create a space where you have permission to talk and have fun and in a playful way explore. And what is an intimacy? Because you've got quite a few. I'm going to go through the list here. Sure. Uh, I've got we've got rage club, mass spooning circles, yeah. self love clinics, intimacy safaris. We've got quite a few. So what's a rage club first? Let's of all? start with rage club. So permission to be yourself is mm. also about permission to feel all of your feelings. Yeah. And some people think that anger is a really bad thing. You know, we equate oh. anger with you know violence and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. for sure. If it comes out when you're not expecting it and you have no control, then it can be bad. But anger is also really good. You need that to separate yourself from a situation which isn't, is no good for you. Yeah. So we want to encourage people to get in touch with their anger in a healthy way. Yeah. And what happens there is run by a very handsome man called Richard Watkins. Oh, this is starting to sound great. Yeah. It starts with, uh, there's a bit of a talk about it. And then you do, I think, uh, you draw pictures of your rage and, um, and you do words and it, and it builds up. And at the end, you can do like sh a bit of shouting and, and stuff like that. Yeah. It's about creating a supportive environment where you're allowed to feel your feelings. Did you ever see, uh, Cabaret? The film, the film, sorry, yes. yeah. yeah. Liza Minnelli, at one point in that film, she has to go under a bridge uh, when a train comes over to, to scream because yeah. there's nowhere else she can do it. And yeah. there is nowhere in our culture where we can really go and be angry, you know? So it tends to come out in our relationships well, all the Twitter, time. Well, there's Twitter, but... <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh my gosh. <laughs> comes out on Twitter and Facebook. Yeah. yeah, maybe we just... Maybe that's why it's such a cesspit because we put it all down into words rather than actually having a shout and a, and a scream. Yeah. Oh. And so we want people to be able to have a healthy relationship with it. Yeah. Oh, I love that because it always feels anger is such a part of the a part of being human. You're allowed to. Exactly. Exactly. And if we're taught we're not allowed to be angry, then yeah. we're not allowed to be ourselves. There's so many things telling us we're not allowed to be ourselves. Yeah. At the house of togetherness, Miranda, you can be yourself. Oh my god. Oh, I love that. I'm just gonna. It will save Sam having to listen to me scream at him. So <laughs> I think he's gonna book me that one anyway for my birthday. What about intimacy safari i like to combine playfulness okay. with the permission to explore mm. i think that's another thing is we, we're not always uh there's nowhere we can be playful as adults not as much so an intimacy safari is where we play with um different animals 
uh, different animal <laughs> types. So okay. here's the concept, right? It's right. a way of exploring connection with other people. Yeah. And it's totally guided. So there'll be a bit where we'll, um, I'll encourage people if they like to um, start embodying cat moves, you know, by themselves, crawling around the you're, floor. You're doing it to me and I'm getting... Sniffing each other and <laughs> brushing their shoulders against each other. Wow. And you can take part in that or you can stay, uh, you can watch from the Jeep, you know? So we have an area where you can just sit and watch because it's also fascinating to just watch other people yeah. doing that um and we go through different animals and it's it's very fun and you know i guarantee you'll have an amazing time can you jump in and out of the jeep like, totally if i don't feel like being a cat but i want to be a, a rhino or something is that allowed totally you can oh. miranda it's all about being yourself oh. so it's all about your personal sovereignty you want to create a space where you can explore that it's just that i saw you doing your little cat pressure as you were talking about it and i think i think you can do that a lot better than i can <laughs> but i can do a fucking good rhinoceros <laughs> i'm pretty good at that one <laughs> and you're you're doing this because you're you're an intimacy and a connection coach that's right yeah what how do you become how a how do you become an intimacy connection coach and what is that well i've always been fascinated with relationships and i think it's because i found it hard to connect to people when i was younger mm. i always felt separate i felt like i didn't fit in oh. i wanted to be with people and later i realized the people i wanted to hang out with i i wanted to impress so badly i was doing things that i didn't really like to impress them like playing the piano well, yeah but yeah. it was more i don't know but I actually realized I didn't like these people. Yeah. And so I was thinking, why, why do I want to spend all my energy trying to impress them? So the more I could get in touch with myself, the more it helped me to connect with others. And so that's what I help people do now. I've trained as a counselor. I've trained in the wheel of consent, which is about uh, how we make agreements with each other. And I work with people to help them feel more whole, more alive, more free in themselves. Yeah. That must be really satisfying to see. Like if someone came to you and they felt so, say if a friend, <laughs> we use that excuse a lot, came to you feeling quite awkward when they wanted to, you know, connect with someone. Do you have like a, uh, do you, would you say like come to the house of togetherness or would you have like a private program or something? Yeah, we can, I do one-on-ones mm. and there's other things that, other courses that I would recommend to them. Yeah. But what we'd look at is uh, what's going on in these uh, interactions and what's in the way. And usually there's a lot of conditioning about why we shouldn't do things. People feel like, am I allowed to feel attracted to this person? Yeah. You know, am I allowed to be loved by someone? And I want to give people permission to feel all of their feelings so we can work with it. Yeah, that sounds so interesting. And what I love as well about what you're doing is that it's not just like random people leading it. It's not just someone saying, oh, I can tell you how to be an animal. You've got therapists and counsellors that are leading these sessions. Yeah, that's right. I want to make things accessible to everyone yeah. because it's more fun, because it's fun to hang out with people who are juicy and alive and ready to play. And it's open to everyone of all ages above 18. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gender, sexuality, people who come alone, people who come with friends. Is exactly, that right? exactly. Yeah. If you're uh, in a relationship, you can come with a partner, you can come by yourself. If you're by yourself, just just come. We want to make it accessible to everyone. Yeah. Really to everyone, you know. This started when you did something on Canary Wharf. That's right. Tell us about that. How did you start? 
two years ago, May 2017, we did our first festival of togetherness. So this is my, my passion in it is that meaningful connection is what gives me value, makes me feel alive. Mm. Um, we can go through our whole day, like you say, getting on the tube, looking away from everyone. Even we can go to the gym and we don't look at anyone. We go to yoga. Uh, we go around with our earbuds in and we don't feel connected. And we know that connection is a deep human need. Yeah. In uh, Johan Hari's brilliant book, Lost Connections, he talks about this. He unpacks it, how um, the, the disconnection in our society to ourselves and to each other leads to, to mental illness and obesity. And I, I think it leads to the, the kind of polarizing arguments that we see on, on social media and in politics. So I really wanted to make a festival where you can come. There's no drugs or alcohol, mm. but you take part in experiences. We won't tell you what to think or feel or believe. It's up to you. You know, it's totally down to you where you can experience new ways of connecting with other people and feel more whole in yourself and more free. Yeah. So we uh, ran it for two days and it, it sold out. It was, it was astonishing. Uh, we had 500 people practicing, um, doing finger dancing and learning about uh, ways to use vocabulary to enrich their lives and um, intimacy practices and, and, and dancing and uh, conversing. And it was just stunning. People really went for it. And since then, we've been running small events and workshops and festivals. We run a festival in August called Togetherness Summer Festival uh, in a, around a country house in Dorset. And for four days, we go into this stuff and we can do things a bit more exciting, like um, UV underwear dance parties, you know, <laughs> which is all about self-expression. Brilliant. Freedom to be yourself. And we guide people on a journey. And again, you have as many or as few clothes as you like. Yeah. You, you totally have as much interaction with others as you like. And it's a space where you can explore yourself. And one of the things that I read that what you were saying was that intimacy is the real taboo in our society. So mm. what, what kind of thing do you mean by that? Let's take a conversation with our parents. Oh, God. I'll, I'll take a conversation <laughs> with my parents. Okay. You know, speaking to my father, who I love dearly. Mm. We might not always be able to express exactly what we want. Yeah. And there's there's a fear of... of communicating truthfully there can be a fear of hurting the other person or hurting yourself and we construct our personalities Miranda in order to avoid feeling hurt and it's a very intelligent way of doing things because we all experience hurt in our lives yeah and if we get intimate then we go into these risky places you know it's the the risk of being rejected the risk of so let, let me give you a different example um some one of my clients um i was working with we got down to what they really want is to be hugged and uh, to be spooned and to have that connection but yeah. they didn't know how to ask for that so they found themselves going out to nightclubs drinking loads and having sex with people and regretting it the next day because it's not something that they really wanted to do yeah and that's easier to do than saying to someone like do you know what i'd actually really like to spoon with you yeah because there's a fear that person might think they're odd or they might be rejected or they might want something else. So intimacy is the taboo of saying what we really want. But where's the filter? Like if you, are you not worried that there might be someone coming on that's got, that's coming into one of these sessions that's yeah. got slightly nefarious thoughts? Is there a way that you 
can ease them out of the room or lead them gently away from Disneyland? Well, it's what I'd say is we teach everyone to be fully sovereign. So, and we practice saying yeses and saying noes and, um, we've never had any problems. Okay. And we have fully trained people there watching everything and yeah. encouraging everything. And we, and we, it's like a classroom. So we can explore things. Um, so, so far, no problems. And the way we create the space, we seem to have no problems. How do you create the space then? Is it the way that you're saying, uh, I mean, I'm guessing you don't mean like with the decorations. But. <laughs> <laughs> we, we set it up and it's about setting up an emotional space for people and giving them permission to say no, to say yes. You know, we're all as children, we're all, uh, we don't have choice over yeah. certain things, what, what happened to us. So most people are, are conditioned just to say yes to things, to go along with things that they don't really like. So we have to set up a place where it comes back to noticing sensations in your body of what you, what you like and what you, what you don't like. But do you find, and do you find you get that more with women than you would with men or Generally, I'd say women are more socialized to say yes. Yeah. I think I'd be quite worried that, you know, to be polite and to keep having to be like, right. So that's like the fear of hurting someone else or rejecting them and putting other people's uh, before us the whole time. And I I think there's another taboo in our society, which is learning to take what we need for ourselves. We're always taught to think of others first. You know, for example, I don't know if you ever had this round the dinner table if you wanted the last roast potato. You're t- <laughs> Always. <laughs> and you're taught to offer it round to everyone else first, yeah. even though you want it. Yeah. It's interesting. So there's there's this politeness in our culture about that, but there's yeah. something as well which makes us self-sacrificing in a way which which isn't always healthy. Is, is there a starter lesson in that? Is there something that you would say, if I was someone that was like, look, I'm a bit worried that I'm going to be, ooh, I'm, I'm, I'm not quite claimed my sovereignty. Yeah. Where, where can I start with House of Togetherness? First of all, it's totally normal. And, and there's no, it's not like a scale of like, now you, are, you will be sovereign and <laughs> now you are not sovereign. So invite people to come along. I actually do an introduction to the Wheel of Consent, which is great. We do something on sovereignty. Mm-hmm. We do something on speak your truth. In fact, we have a page of our website, which is uh, um, introductory experiences. And any one of those would be suitable for someone who who's not quite sure. Yeah. And there we will explore the basics and you'll learn techniques that you can practice in your everyday life. But come on, like surely if like there's a bloke that comes in and he's a bit like a bit of a knee rubber, you'd be, wouldn't you? (laughs) Well, for sure. If we saw someone like that, we'd we'd talk to them and, you know, we'd deal with the situation. Yeah. Um, But what, so luckily we haven't had anyone like that. Yeah. Here's the thing. I think we all have needs, but we're not good at, at getting them met, yeah. right? So at the House of Togetherness, we want you to get in touch with what your what your needs are, because if you can't, if we can't ask for what we need, then we get it sideways instead. You know, we manipulate, we dominate, we do all these things, yeah. and pretty much, you know, everyone in the world does these things. But what we can do at the house is we can start drawing our attention to it and become aware of it. And that way we can have way more control over it. And we can treat each other as beautiful, sovereign individuals. Oh, that sounds, that sounds so nice because I love the example that you gave of the guy who was going out to have sex, getting really blasted to have sex just so you can have a spoon at the end of it. Well, it could quite often didn't even have the spoon, you know? Um, 
And, you know, that's one way we do things. If I wanted a massage from you, Miranda, but yeah. I was a bit shy because, I, you know, for whatever reason, I said, oh, hey, Miranda, um, would you like a massage? <laughs> right? Oh, so you spin it round. So, like, I get to I get to touch you, which maybe I want to do. And then maybe afterwards you'll think, oh, that was nice. Maybe I should offer him one back. Oh. <laughs> so, um so what we want to encourage people to do is get in touch with what they actually want and learn to ask for it, learn to set their boundaries, learn to say no, yeah. and learn to receive uh, what what someone else says gracefully. And we, we practice it uh, with speaking and touch and playfulness and yeah. in, in a hundred different ways. How many people are you expecting to come into? Do you have like a limit for each session? Their experiences, I'd say. So that we could have... Um, 15 or 20 and some bigger things like we do a house party which is another great introduction saturday night in london no alcohol no drugs dancing spooning you know face painting uh little talks about sovereignty art rooms self-expression yeah playfulness that's a great thing to get involved with and there might be up to 100 people at something like that wow that actually sounds pretty nifty like because you get so much pressure if you want to create that togetherness that you do have to go out and you do have to do drugs and you do have to get drunk and when really all you want is just is just to meet someone yeah so we can bypass all of that stuff yeah that we do to hide our fear of rejection or our fear of i'm not worthy or whatever it is and just meet other people and look at the end of the day we're all just monkeys in spacesuits you know trying to work it out trying to do our best <laughs> on a weird floating planet trying not to fall off yeah <laughs> so <laughs> is this is this a place for a first date adam could be interesting yeah. yeah yeah totally i mean you could do the cupcake thing or you could do the house party and you'll definitely have chance to talk and engage with each other in interesting ways yeah that you wouldn't do if you were in a club or, or a bar and you get to see what the person is like without alcohol as well yeah i think that would be very interesting because you're going straight into the frying pan like from the frying pan into the fire aren't you yeah you're getting that togetherness and that intimacy but without the sort of bullshit I, like the lip service and all the stuff that goes before it sometimes when you're starting on a sexual relationship when I'm starting on I'm talking about myself Adam <laughs> so ignore me <laughs> we do actually run a dating event as well called shush dating Ooh. which is speed dating without talking okay and the first oh half is connection games and the second half is eye gazing and uh, there's loads of talking and hanging out at the end yeah so it's a great place to come as well if you actually want to meet someone so if people want to come along to one of the events how do they how do they get involved head to togetherness.com and there's a list there of everything that we've got going on in fact you can also get a voucher uh, for five pounds of your first experience if you go to the website and then you'll just have a list of experiences we do a foundation course in togetherness which is the foundations of connection how to speak your truth how to learn about touch and sovereignty how to be with other people skills that will help you in your family relationships your love relationships your work relationships how long does that go is that a day one or it's a, a four weekly... week four week course yeah one evening a week 
and then you and you can join in uh, other events as and when absolutely on the website and just get the tickets there exactly so you've got the house of togetherness at the moment is there anything else that you've got coming up at the house we're doing a festival called city of connection on the 22nd and 23rd of june and that's also a great way for people to come and get involved what's that We'll be doing loads of workshops. We've also got some shibari. Oh, uh, yeah, that's the rope. That's bondage. the rope thing. Yeah, yeah I know that one. We're going to do one of these uh, UV dance parties. Um, <laughs> so it's going to be fun, and we wanted to bring Londoners together. to our guest Adam Wilder from House of Togetherness. My name's Miranda Kane and this has been the Good Sex Bad Sex podcast which was produced by Sam Bonham for metro.co.uk. Now please please get in contact with us. You can leave us a review that'll be absolutely fantastic or get in contact with us on Twitter at Good Sex Bad Sex with a triple x at the end. And also if you have got anything you want to ask us, if you've got a question or a query or if you think you would make a great guest if you've got a particular expertise in something sexy and fascinating then we want to hear from you you can email us at info at sexpod.co.uk and we will see you next week when the gorgeous bb lynch will be back Mm -hmm.